Fuck is up, guys. <coughs> well, that's uh, quite the interesting <coughs> intro I've got here. Uh, well, so welcome to the show. I actually have a couple names that I'm uh, figuring I can do for this. Um, I'll post uh, one that I'm uh, doing in the comments to this video live when you see me or talk to me, uh, let me know. Um, should be fucking fun. But other than that, a good time. Man, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Uh, we've got a lot of Texas laws going into effect starting today for the most part. Um, we've got things coming to an end, like the eviction moratorium coming to an end. Uh, we had a hurricane come through, but uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start with uh, this. It's from NBC DFW. 666 new Texas laws go into effect September 1st. In the odd years where the Texas legislature is in session, a whole mess of new laws typically goes into effect on September 1st. This year is no exception, with the legislature passing 666 laws that go into effect on Wednesday. While all of them are not listed here, you can see a few of the big ones below. First big one is obviously SB1. That's the Voting Rights Act and... The budget and stuff uh i'll do a little bit more of a deep dive here in a second on that but there's a lot going on with that if you haven't heard there's a lot of people talking shit about some voting laws are they valid spoiler alert not really but i'll get into that the star spangled banner act sb4 requires that the national anthem the star spangled banner the star spangled banner jesus christ i'm over here talking about our national skycloth song and i butcher the fucking name shit it requires that song be played before games played by professional sports teams that contract with the state i feel like they're basically directly targeting the mlb because they were Oh, we're going to pull out of Georgia All-Star game because Georgia passed a mean voter law and shit like that. So a bunch of reactionary conservatives said, well, we're going to make you play the Skycloth song. That fucking makes sense. Ugh. Now, Lord, then the Texas heartbeat bill, SB8. It bans abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which can occur about six weeks into a pregnancy before many women know they are pregnant. <laughs> oh, this one, this is not going to go wrong in any way possible. And the law allows private citizens to enforce the rule with a $10,000 reward, mind you. 
for ratting on their people that are going to try and get abortions and a rat to the state. It allows private citizens to enforce the rule uh, through civil lawsuits against doctors and others. And they've been since the similar laws have been successfully challenged in federal court. Um, well, yeah, it's going to go straight to litigation. So we'll see. Another bill is blocking an emergency vehicle. HB nine house bill provides a criminal punishment and the conditions of community supervision for someone who blocks the path of an emergency vehicle, like ambulances, police cars, the like. Depending on the circumstance, it could be a misdemeanor or felony. I think they don't want riots and protests, but you know, you can't see this shit from a mile away like me, I guess. I don't fucking know, but there's that. And then, oh, police officers and Senate Bill 69, <laughs> 69, uh, police officers are no longer allowed to use a chokehold cardioid artery hold or similar neck restraint unless it's necessary to prevent injury to an officer police officers also have a duty to intervene or stop or prevent another police officer from using the force against the person if that force exceeds what is reasonable or if the officer knows the use of such force is a violation of law or puts the person at risk of body injury i can see this somewhat working but it just seems like a bunch of bullshit. Like, I don't know. Like they already use like fucking qualified immunity to get ready from shit. Anyway, they'll just say, Oh, I feared for my life and that'll be it. All right. Next one is an active shooter alert system. House bill one Oh three. It's known as the Lila Hernandez act. This law creates a Texas active shooter alert system and is activated via the federal wireless emergency alert system on the report of an active shooter. This is expected to work the same way amber alerts, blue alerts, etc. are displayed on phones. And most of those are pretty useful, but unuseful. They're not very useful because, in fact, usually it's way the fuck away from you where you can't really do shit about it anyway. But what do I know? House Bill 929, known as the Botham John Act or Bose Law, ensures that cameras worn by law enforcement officers will remain on during an active investigation. This was after the Botham John shooting in Dallas by Amber Geiger because she went into the wrong apartment and then went, fuck, there's someone here. Pow, pow, pow. And well, you can't do that in someone else's apartment. Probably not a good idea. And then she got charged. It establishes guidelines for when a recording can be discontinued, considering the need of privacy in certain locations and situations. All right. Oh, the most useful one of all. The Sunday beer and wine sales, HB 1518. The Texas Alcoholic Beverage Code was amended to allow beer and wine to be sold after 10 a.m. on Sundays, prior to September 1st, beer and wine could not be sold before noon on Sundays. Liquor is still not allowed to be sold on Sundays at any time. 
So this whole fucking beer on no beer or alcohol on Sundays bullshit. I grew up with that. They're called blue laws and it's a bunch of goddamn bullshit. No ton intended, of course, because they're always thinking of Jesus with these laws. But, you know, I guess they're fine. I guess Jesus is fine if you buy a beer or some wine at 10 o'clock and 12 o'clock is mm, we're good on there. At before 12 is a sin. Now, the Texas state legislator has decided that it is a sin to buy alcohol before 10 o'clock when previously it was a sin at 12 o'clock because that makes fucking sense <sighs> just fucking get rid of that bullshit already fuck defunding police protections this oh god hb 1900 municipalities with populations of more than 250,000 people that adopt budgets that reduce year-over-year appropriations to police departments could be subject to financial penalties from the state if those reductions are out of line with other reductions to the budget the bill also blocks future annexation and allows areas within the last 30 years to appeal for de-annexation that is decided during election. So they don't want you to reduce anything in the police. Are you fucking kidding me? They're like, oh, defund the police. We gotta have a... Uh, God damn. Fucking Republicans, man. They're just fucking statists sometimes. Jesus fucking Christ. Constitutional carry. Oh. They finally did something okay in Republican places, I guess. Anyone age 21 who can legally own a handgun can legally carry the handgun in public without a license or training. It is illegal, however, to carry that gun while intoxicated, and the law includes stiffer penalties for felons caught illegally carrying guns. And a bunch of cops were not very happy with this bill. I'll throw in a little clip here just to give you guys some perspective gun owners have a duty to ensure that their firearms are handled safely and a duty to know applicable laws the licensing process is the best way to ensure this message is conveyed yeah it turns out a bunch of cops are a bunch of goddamn status and they're like Meow, we don't like the second amendment even though it's the federal law of the land not that i really think the fucking constitution ain't doing shit but you know if you're going to be a public servant, at least fucking act like you give a shit about Mark goddamn rights, motherfuckers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Patriotic education. Bill provides for an advisory committee to promote patriotic education, increase awareness of the Texas values that continue to s stimulate boundless prosperity across the state. The fuck does that shit mean? Are they just going to try to make little status? They already fucking do in public schools. What the fuck is this bullshit? Ugh. Are these the Republicans that are supposed to be fighting against status? Fucking really? They're just like diet status at this point. Well, not even with this patriotic edge. This is, this is some fucking baby back bullshit and they fucking know it, dude. God damn, man. I don't know. 
So we got that shit going on. It's this fucking, I don't know, man. It's dumb. Speaking of dumb, the reaction to uh, the Texas voting law is a little bit uh, excessive. Some people are like, this is Jim Crow 2.0. Bunch of midwits and their fucking bullshit going on about goddamn Jim Crow. And so from the Texas Tribune, what's in the new voting restriction legislation introduced in the House and Senate of Texas? A ban on drive-through voting. Both SB1 and HB3 outlaw the sort of drive-through voting offered by Harris County, which is Houston and that place, uh, last year by requiring voting to occur inside a building. Oh, we can't have that shit. Jim Crow 2.0, I can't do a fucking McDonald's drive-through in my goddamn voting. Jesus, man, I don't know. That doesn't seem that bad. Okay. <laughs> New regulations for early voting hours, including a ban on 24-hour voting. Who the fuck was doing 24-hour voting? You wake up at 3 a.m. with the munchies and then you can go vote? That makes fucking sense. The House wants to establish a new voting window of 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. while the Senate would cut off voting at 9. A ban on the distribution of mail-in ballot applications. It prohibits local election officials from sending unsolicited applications to request a mail-in ballot. Both bills also prohibit the use of public funds to facilitate the unsolicited distribution of applications by third parties, which would keep counties from also providing applications to local groups helping to get out the vote. Political parties would still be able to send out unsolicited applications on their own dime. And it's a direct response to Harris County to proactively send out applications to all 2.4 million registered voters last year with specific instructions on how to determine if they are eligible. Uh, so you can't just use government funds to, hey, you want to vote? No, they want to make you just go and vote, which I guess is racist, I guess. I don't know, man. It sounds kind of dumb, but what do I know? And then new ID requirements for voting by mail. They propose the altering the rules used to verify applications to vote by mail in return. They must provide their driver's license number the last four digits of their social security number on applications for mail-in ballots. Okay. Sending a correction process for mail-in ballots. Okay. And then strengthens uh, the autonomy of partisan poll watchers at polling places by granting them free movement rather than reasonable movement. I'm assuming there's a difference. Um, I guess they're like, they can basically go wherever the fuck they want to, except for in the poll with you, which I guess makes sense. They want the secret ballot and all that, but they want the opposition to be able to look and see when they're counting ballots, which doesn't sound that crazy, but you know, apparently it's racist. What do I know? 
Hmm. Speaking of laws that are going away that are probably a great idea. The eviction moratorium gone now. 3.5 million U.S. households could lose their home, Goldman Sachs estimates. And this is from CBS News. Now, the Supreme Court has struck down eviction protections for most of the U.S. As many as 3.5 million households are at risk of losing their homes, including hundreds of thousands of tenants this year alone. That's because federal rent assistance has been agonizingly slow to make it to renters with just 10% of available funding having gone out by the end of July. Look at that. Government being slow to get funding to Americans. They're easy to take money. Really, really difficult to get many money back to their citizens. Because government is a bunch of bullshit. But hey, what do I know? Another factor is that many tenants behind on rent are in large cities with tight <laughs> housing markets, which makes them more likely to face an eviction. I mean, there's a here's a video that I found a little clip from uh, Yahoo News. Yahoo. 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 I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yahoo Finance. And they talk all about this. And there's some smart people here. You, and it's very interesting how they say it, it may not be. It may not matter that the the eviction crisis, the eviction moratorium is done because it's already fucked a bunch of landlords to this point. Welcome back to Yahoo Finance Live. Well, the Supreme Court overturned the pandemic eviction moratorium last week, bringing an end to a ban that's been in place for well over a year. But for landlords who haven't been collecting that rent, they say that action is a little too little too late. Let's bring in Yahoo Finance's Danny Romero for that part of the story. And Dan, I know, Danny, I know you've been speaking to landlords here. What are they saying about you know how big of a hole they've been in over the last 18 months? Uh, and the challenges they see ahead as this ban uh, basically gets phased out. Yeah, I spoke to a landlord in California that uh, he pretty much slammed the decision and, and said, you know, it, like you said, it's a little too late. He had to put up his house for sale, which he's owned since 1983. Um, and his his tenant owed him about $70,000 in, in, in back rent. And so, um, you know, it was a hard decision for him, but he said he couldn't keep up with the payments. It was like his last resort. Now, California is one of those states that has an, an eviction moratorium in place until September 30th. So tenants still are protected there. Um, but for this landlord, he's really, really doubtful that he'll even be able to get back to get his money back that he's owed. And, you know, some of the challenges is that after the Supreme Court decision late Thursday is that it caused a lot of confusion, questions and, and real concern. And, and so Congress authorized $46 billion in rental assistance. And just a fraction of that has actually been distributed. Just 11% or $5 billion of that federal aid has actually been distributed by state and local governments after Congress approved it. And people 
really need this money. And census estimates show that as many as 1.2 million households say they're very likely to face eviction in the next two months. And more than 8 million people say that they're behind on rent. And so, however, the ruling doesn't mean that renters in states without protections will be evicted from their home immediately. Mm -hmm. At least half a dozen states, um, including New Jersey, California, New York, and Washington have policies in place to keep their these tenants in, in their homes. I mean, they just lay it out there. Like, yeah, landlords are fucked already. Like, because of government policy, both renters and landlords are going to get fucked. Doesn't really surprise me, but what do I know? But here's a funny little tweet I ran across earlier today. Man, my transitions are really seizurific today the state department put out a travel advisory on afghanistan level four do not travel to afghanistan due to civil unrest armed conflict crime terrorism kidnapping and COVID 19 wow i think one of these things is not like the other i don't know you don't think you gotta worry about a virus with 99% survival rate when they've got beheadings going on. And there's a genius in the comment section that has the black guy, uh, tapping his head, the whole like, Ooh, big brain move. And it says, don't need to wear a mask. If you don't have a head, perfect. Because there's a lot bigger problems in Afghanistan than a virus with 99% survival rate just saying i'm just trying to figure out like why do they have to fucking include covid when you're talking about a state that's a lot of chaos going on right now fucking really like this is why people make fun of the government because they're trying to shove this covid bullshit down your goddamn throat every fucking moment of every fucking day and some people are getting fucking tired of it like not everything has to revolve around cornholio virus and but speaking of covid19 hurricane ida slams louisiana as an extremely dangerous storm norons reports no power so when I was about 13, I was living in Mississippi and Hurricane Katrina hit. And yeah, like every, all these stories about just like Ida doing this storm, it's it just eerily reminds me. I mean, the levees didn't break in New Orleans this time, thank God, but they're still messed up. Um, I was living a little bit up in around the Hattiesburg area. Possibly he was living in South Mississippi and yeah, it was just, it was a bad time and we thought we were safe, but that storm was still super duper powerful and really messed it up up there and really messed up. It was bad time. And I really don't, it's just, it's wind, it's rain, people homeless, storm surge, flooding, like it's, I've, I've seen it all, man. It's just, it's absolutely awful, man. 
they've got place. They've got people like the Cajun Navy, the volunteerist organization helping out down there. Um, they need their, they need all the help they could get at this point. So if you have like any funds, Cajun Navy on Facebook and they'll direct you from there. That's what I've got. Um, yeah, Louisiana just got fucked by a hurricane again. Um, so yeah, they got the big dick of mother nature and he is not, she was not happy. But on the bright side, uh, New Orleans got, uh, Nice lot of rain to clean away all the sin and debauchery in New Orleans. But other than that, they are out of power because a fucking power tower went out. Well, they took it off and then it fell into the Mississippi River. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, y'all ain't getting power for a minute. Like, <laughs> it's a fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. That sounds terrible. But yeah. Welcome to the shit show that is the deep south when a hurricane hits and they know how to deal with it for the most part. Um, so yeah, it's not too crazy, but anyway, wild weather, um, good times. Um, yeah, it's been fun just being at the apartment here, fucking basking in our 9900 degree heat wave for the last couple weeks it is texas and fucking summer so what do you want but anyway uh, i'm gonna be a little bit short on this one i'll call a lid on it and then if you need anything from me i'm always available facebook all that shit and then i'm gonna put a potential podcast name let me know what you think when you meet me Peace. Yeah.